Uh, hello there and welcome back. It is a brand new month, the month of December. And we're still red hot with the underdog picks on Three Dog Thursday. I'm the somewhat capable host, TJ Reeves. Somewhat capable. Three for three on the underdogs last week. In fact, the show overall with Corby Craig and Marcus Johnson ends up going six and two on the underdog selections, six and three overall, uh, because we had a couple of picks that were uh, that were shared on the same one. We are doing quite well, so it's good to be back with you. It's good that the underdog knowledge in college football and NFL is being dropped. So the handicappers are back. Look at Marcus Johnson. You have taken up permanent residency, I think. Are you going to start having mail delivered here on Three Dog Thursday? How are you feeling for a new edition? Oh, man, I'm feeling really, really good. You know, my favorite part of the week is Three Dog Thursday, and I'm really, really ready to set this record, man. I know it's going to be about five straight weeks after this one, so let's go. Yes, uh, because right now you have matched, I believe, Parker Fleming from the college football show on BetUS, who was here uh, for some five weeks. You are now right there uh, with him with the successful underdogs the last three weeks. Uh, Marcus, by the way, is 6-3 and three with the underdog picks in the National Football League. Good stuff. Keep going. Corby Craig, who you see all the time on our BetUS college basketball show, he flexed a little underdog muscle uh, last week in yeah. college football. Congratulations on two for three in the college football underdog picks. How are you, sir? Good to have you back aboard. Yeah, it should have been three for three. Utah State plus 17, down five with a minute and 30 left in the red zone. Chance to win the game, and they don't cover the 17. So it was uh, interesting, but we'll take two and one. Yeah, can you say not one, but two, right, Corby? Pick sixes covered the line for Boise State in the final minute of the game. Sometimes it happens that way. Uh, on Three Dog Thursday. Again, the host is rolling. It's not often I get to brag like this, Corby and Marcus, but I got to tout the fact in the month of November, I went 7-0 and in college football, documented on this show. You can go back and you can take a look, yeah. including, thank you very much, uh, once again last week with a couple of underdog uh, selections as uh, we get ready for this championship Saturday. Last week on the show, I gave you a couple of them. Uh, on this program, including Eastern Michigan. They're not in a championship game as a home dog outright winner. And then Oregon State in the don't call it the Civil War game. They were down big. Corby, I had the opposite that you had. Oregon State losing the whole game, comes back and scores two fourth quarter touchdowns to get the win in the cover on Oregon and knock them out of the Pac-12 title game. So that's part of the 7-0 November 10-1 and on the college football underdogs going back now uh, some six shows and seven and oh, the last four shows on three dog Thursday in college football for the host. So that's what it's all about. We're ready to give you some underdog selections. Here's how it will work. We'll go in three rounds between Corby Marcus and I, and there can be uh, only college underdogs. There can be NFL underdogs or a combination therein, but it's got to be underdogs, no totals, no favorites. That's all we do on three dog Thursday. By the way, you can help us out as you're finding us on three dog Thursday, hit the like button on bet us TV down below, hit the bell, make sure you're subscribing again, share this show out to help us promote and get the word out. I mean, Marcus, what else do we have to do uh, besides picking the underdog winners except get the word out right now? They, they need to get in on some of our knowledge. Am I right, Marcus? Yeah, man, we could have made a lot of people some a lot of money, but I'm just telling you, like, uh, we're picking these picks, and they're hitting, and I'm back every <laughs> single week. Uh, next week's going to be five. five. Yeah, listen to that uh, with, with <laughs> week after week on this. One more way to participate. You, yes, you have got a chance to win Three Dog Thursday Bet US merchandise. We've been doing this all through the football season, college and the NFL. 
BetUS Three Dog Thursday shirts. Get yourself a mug. Get yourself a bag. Get yourself a sweatshirt for the winter months from Three Dog Thursday. You've got a chance to win one. You can buy one through the store. Get some swag. Get some good-looking stuff uh, through the uh, the store at BetUS.com slash Three Dog Thursday. But also, you've got a chance to win some of our swag as well. All you've got to do is go right down below us in the comments. Give me three underdogs simply to cover. College, the NFL, or a combination thereof. If all three are correct and you're the first one to do so in the comments section down below, you have won an opportunity to go into that store, get your shirt, get your sweatshirt, your coffee mug, whatever you want. You get to pick an item out of the Three Dog Thursday store from BetUS TV. Again, do not edit your picks. I say it, Corby. I say this every week. Do not edit the picks. We can't tell at that point who picked what, so do not edit them. Just simply make those picks, and the first one of you that gets three correct, somebody comes up a winner, and we've been having winners uh, in recent weeks on the show. Uh, in fact, uh, Donald Walker was our last winner a couple of weeks ago. Somebody can win. Bet U.S. swag from us. Pick one item out. If you get three correct and you're the first one to do so, put it in the comment section down below. Enough is enough. It is time to get three rounds of underdogs underway. Championship Saturday in college football, whether it's the SEC, the Big Ten, uh, the Pac-12 on Friday night. NFL cranks into December now, the home stretch of the season. Lots of underdogs to get to, and let us begin. And actually, I will begin on the show today with a college underdog, and this one is in the Conference USA Championship game. Now, guys, we could have gone with a bigger one. Like I mentioned, SEC, Big Ten, Big 12 title game. I am going to go to the state of Texas, but it's not the Big 12 title game. It's the Conference USA title game. We've got North Texas, the Mean Green, uh, taking on the Texas-San Antonio Roadrunners. Beep, beep. In a rematch of a game this year that North Texas actually covered, these teams played in the regular season. This is a conference title game on UTSA's home field, the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. I like North Texas as the doggy here because they've already covered, obviously, in the regular season. They have been good at 4-2 and two as an underdog uh, this year. I had them way back at the beginning of the year on Three Dog Thursday, and they burned me as a home doggy against Southern Methodist, against SMU. I am undaunted. I am going back to the North Texas Mean Green. I think that is too many points in what could be a close game. North Texas might win this game. I think it's a close game with their quarterback, um, uh, Alex Ayun. I think that, uh, that he will do well. Frank White is an excellent quarterback for Texas San Antonio. But again, North Texas to keep it close, if not win the game. So again, we go three rounds. That's underdog number one from me. Corby Craig, let's go to an underdog for you. What do you like to start us off on Three Dog Thursday with a college underdog? Yeah, you want to start us off with a off the beaten path. I don't think I have one that is on the beaten path for this show. <laughs> so uh, the first one we got here is UCF plus four versus Tulane. Last week, I took Tulane versus Cincinnati on this show. Tulane gets the job done in what should have probably been their Super Bowl. Cincinnati is the biggest team that they played this year. Uh, obviously, they're going to be excited to play in this championship game, but this is a UCF team that's already beat them. Um, and the big thing here is UCF has a lot of, of injury question marks, but the issue is none of them are set in stone. And, and it looks like th these players are going to be back. So this number seems to be baked down towards the idea that UCF is, is hurting and, and not going to be good. Um, but I think Tulane's going to really struggle to stop any kind of run. They struggle versus any kind of mobile quarterback. And uh, UCF getting four, I had this at two and a half. So under, over a field goal, I feel really good here. 
All right, interesting. Again, as you mentioned, these teams played each other in the regular season, kind of like the game that I took. It is a true home game for Tulane as the conference title game. Marcus, he's feeling the Golden Knights of UCF here. We've had a couple of losses. What a spectacular win last week. They blew a big lead and then had a great finish in Tampa against USF, South Florida, with a last-second comeback. So, Corby, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you. I think Marcus is nodding along here, too, that maybe a revenge spot, just like my revenge spot, a revenge spot for UCF, for Gus Malzahn's team against Tulane to hang in there on Three Dog Thursday. Again, that is a Saturday afternoon uh, title game in the American Athletic Conference uh, for the winner of UCF and Tulane. All right, let's go to Marcus. Again, pay attention, kids. You're going to the NFL. And my friend, when I saw this on the sheet, I said, I know it's a large underdog, but Denver Broncos, Denver Broncos against the Baltimore Ravens here midweek on Three Dog Thursday. Marcus, tell me more. Well, you know, I'm going to be riding these underdogs of three plus points, ATS, until the wheels fall off, guys. I mean, I know this is the Broncos, and I know we're 13 weeks in, and we know that they're not a good team, and we know they're poorly coached. However, they do have a good defense. The Ravens continue to blow these leads in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Ravens' offense does not specialize in big plays. I just think that both teams are going to try to run the ball, and the game might be tight. And Russell Wilson, I mean, he can keep this under 10 points. I think that he could do that. The Broncos are terrible. Russell Wilson is terrible this season, but I think they can keep this under 10 points. Well, and we saw them last week in Carolina. They were in the game uh, obviously, but they had a, a crucial personal foul late in the game, which kept a, uh, a Carolina drive alive. It made a field goal turn into a touchdown that kind of covered the number for Carolina. I, I guess one of the concerns is, have they given up at this stage late in the season? You don't seem to think so right now at three and eight that Denver has given up one more time, Marcus. No, because of this defense. I really think teams that have strong defenses like this, it's hard for them to give up in season. Uh, the defense takes a lot of pride in the way that they play, and I think the defense will be able to kind of carry the offense in this game against the Ravens. The Ravens, they don't score a lot of points. The Ravens' offense is remedial. They have three, four, five, six, seven, eight tight ends on the field at all times, and they don't air it out. So let, let's go, Broncos. Keep this thing close. Well, and, and Lamar Jackson has been bothered by the hip injury and, and yeah. problems. And again, Jacksonville, as you mentioned, came from behind in the final minute and went for two and won the yeah. game with a two-point conversion. Game. Is there a hangover with the Ravens back at home? Marcus says no. Hey, Jimmy Denver on Three Dog Thursday. Corby's going to stick with college for a couple of more underdog selections. I'm going to the NFL with you, Marcus. I like... In this situation, a rematch of the AFC Championship game where the Cincinnati Bengals are at home with the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bengals off of a comeback win themselves over the Tennessee Titans. Kansas City had some problems for a little while, finally put the Rams away who were bad. These teams jockeying for playoff position right now with the Chiefs leading in the AFC West. The Bengals near the top of the AFC South. I like Cincinnati here. I know this is a playoff rematch for the Chiefs. They'll be highly motivated. Remember, the Bengals beat them on the field goal in overtime last year to go to the AFC or to win the AFC championship and to go to the Super Bowl. I just I like Burrow and the Bengals. Jamar Chase may be back in this game. We keep checking his yeah. injury status, the injured hip. This is midweek again for Three Dog Thursday, but he's expected to play. 
I like the Bengals at home. Uh, Corby, I know you're much bigger of a college football guy, but you, do you like the rematch mojo here of the Bengals at home? They already got them last year in the playoff. Quick thought, Corby Craig, on Cincinnati and Joe Burrow. Yeah, I like the idea of, of fading these major market teams in Kansas City and the NFL for the most part. It feels like these numbers are always baked down. Um, for these big teams, like if the Patriots three years ago are going to have a, a one point implied just because of their name, not because of the matchup itself. So um, I like it. Uh, I, I basically strictly stick to like long teasers in the NFL, and this fits the long strategy. So I will probably be on the Bengals teased up to eight and a half. Um, Interesting. But overall, I couldn't tell you five people on the Bengals. So um, <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. Well, if two of them are Burrow and Jamar Chase, that's two it's that easy, you yeah. should know uh, for this team. Uh, Marcus, just a quick thought from you, and then we're going to move on. Obviously, Mahomes on the road. They want to be the number one seed ultimately. Are you feeling me even a little bit on Three Dog Thursday with the Bengals as the home doggy? Initially, I was feeling this until I remembered what happened in the playoff game last year where the, the, the Chiefs were just dominating that game going into the half and then they didn't score and then just the wheels fell off. So I think the Chiefs are going to cover this, uh, to be honest with you. So sorry, TJ. I apologize. Disagreement. Disagreement <laughs> on my Three Dog Thursday NFL doggy. We'll have another one coming up. Uh, here in uh, in a minute from me, and Marcus has got a couple of more. All right, so there's that pick. Let's move on on Three Dog Thursday to another college selection. Corby Craig, you're going to go to the Mountain West Championship game. You were against Boise State last week. You're against them again with Fresno State as the road doggy in the title game. Tell me more. Yeah, so I'm just not buying into this idea that Boise is as good as they keep um, making box scores. And, and for the same reason we talked about at the start, Boise – it's a team that was about to lose a game versus Utah State, who's not a good football team. On the exact opposite end of the spectrum, Fresno is a team that has played hurt basically all year. Their quarterback got hurt. He's one of the better quarterbacks in the nation. It means a ton to this team. Backup came in first game. He was awful. They lost to UConn, I believe. Um, and then they've just slowly gotten better. Now they're at finally at full speed. Boise is a team that lost their quarterback and their coach halfway through the year. So I'm just not buying this Boise team. I think Fresno is probably all of their adjusted numbers are too low because they've been injured all year. Uh, and they're, they're clicking on the right cylinders at the right time. So I think Fresno could probably win this game outright. I'm not too high on Boise. I think their quarterback upgrade uh, is just being a little too overdramatized here. All right, again, worth mentioning, this is a home game for Boise State on the blue turf, a championship game, as they rolled through the Mountain West regular season undefeated at 8-0. This will be a Saturday afternoon championship game. These teams did not play, obviously, in the regular season, but it is the first time they're playing here in the championship game. And Corby Craig says, give me the Fresno State Bulldogs to maybe hang in there. If not, pull the upset. He will take the three points on Three Dog Thursday. We move along. We're glad that you're with us as we're taking underdogs every Thursday. College football in the NFL. College season basically headed to the bowl season after championship Saturday. It's all bowl games all the way through the college football playoff, etc. Uh, so we are continuing here in round number two. I know Marcus is going to go back to the NFL. Marcus? Yes. You like a, a an upset here in the making by the Tennessee Titans. They play the Philadelphia Eagles. They get five points. Tell me more. So we all know how good the Eagles are, but they do leave something to be desired with their run defense. And they're going up against the Titans, who have one of the best run defenses in the league and probably the best running back in the league. So the Titans should be able to hinder the Eagles running game and be able to run on the Eagles. 
So that's a recipe for a tight game. Um, also, the, the Titans are really, really well coached. And they keep these games tight. They, they get in there, they fight, and they, they just muck it all up. And that's what, that's what the recipe is for a tight game. I just think the Titans are going to keep this thing close. Uh, Derek Henry is probably going to have one or two touchdowns here. And the Titans are going to plus five. Easy. Give it to me. I'll be back next week. Keep it. Listen to that. Keep in mind <laughs> that the Titans were winning most of that game with Cincinnati for whatever it's worth last yeah. week. Now, the Bengals did a pretty good job on Derrick Henry as the game went on. But uh, this is interesting with the Eagles at 10 and one continuing to roll again mm-hmm. in, the, in the hopes of being the top seed in the NFC playoffs. A home game for the Eagles. Marcus is undaunted there uh, here in this one uh, as he's going with the Tennessee Titans in the matchup. In fact, the Titans had been 8-0, Marcus, against the spread until Cincinnati beat them and covered last week. So they're now 8-1 in their last nine. Let's continue into round number three, and I'm going to go out west on Sunday in an AFC West matchup that is a rematch of the L.A. Chargers week one win that came over the Raiders at home. Suddenly, the Raiders seem to have found some mojo, Corby and Marcus. They have won back-to-back games in overtime on the road at Denver on a walk-off touchdown to Devontae Adams, Carter Adams, and then last week in Seattle, the dramatic 86-yard hello touchdown run by Josh Jacobs for the win and the cover by the Raiders. So back-to-back road wins, back-to-back road covers. Now I'm getting a point and a half at home. Now the numbers favor the Chargers in this rivalry. They have won and uh, and or covered in four of the last five games, including that week one game. Chargers had been rolling until last week when they, even though they won the game with the Cardinals on the two-point conversion, gutsy call by Brandon Staley, the coach, they didn't cover last week in Arizona. So the gut, this is more about the gut. I think the Raiders win this game. So I'm going to grab that point. It's been a point and a half or a point midweek on the Bet US line. I just think this is a Raiders win. Marcus, any thought here? I know you didn't join me on this game, but any thought on the Raiders? Have they found something now? Derek Carr was crying in press conferences two or three weeks ago. He's not (laughs) crying now. He's a little happy. Have they found something, Marcus, here? Are you feeling me a little bit? I do feel you on this, and it's mainly because of the Chargers. The Chargers do Chargers stuff, right? So uh, when everybody's on the Chargers, they do the opposite. They don't cover. They don't win. Uh, something always goes wrong when the Chargers are playing. Plus, I have Josh Jacobs in fantasy football. He scored me 60 points last week. So let's go Raiders. Uh, again, yes. it is Three Dog Thursday. That concludes round three for me with the Raiders. Let's go back to Corby Craig. You're going to stick with college. You're going to stick with championship games. He says, no, not going to the SEC title game. Not going to the ACC title game or the Big Ten title game or the Big 12 title game. No, no. Let's go to the Sun Belt championship game, which will be the Troy, Alabama Trojans. Troy and the Coastal Carolina. You guys know the nickname? Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. The Chanticleers come in as an eight-point underdog here. Uh, interesting matchup on the road. And here we go again with another road underdog in college for a championship game. Corby, give me more. What do you like here for this matchup? Yeah, so first thought is um, – I'm going to be struggling here in the next couple of underdog Thursdays because I'm coming back too, and uh, college football is about to be done. So you're, <laughs> you're going to be getting some NFL. Uh, you're going to have to you're going to have to grapple with some bowl games, maybe if you are back, yeah. and anybody that's back, including the host that's here, you got to look at the bowl games as well. But you're right, this sure. is the final full slate. What led you to Coastal Carolina, first of all, in this game? 
Yeah, so Coastal is a team that before injuries happened, I actually had in the top 25 in the nation, which is probably a bit too much. Uh, but I really like this team. I thought they had a really good offensive scheme, and, and they continued to show it against some pretty decent defenses. Um, McCall got hurt, but it looks like he's in high hopes to be back. Just like this Fresno game, this is a team that's been projected down continuously because their starting quarterback's been hurt. He's been their entire offense for as long as he's been there, um, and these numbers keep getting pushed. I believe they've lost like a couple double-digit games. Just with McCall, I think that they're probably one, two, three-point wins. Troy, on the other hand, just doesn't have the offensive firepower. They have a pretty good defense, but I still believe in this Coastal team to score and keep up. Also, as you allude to, these are these are true road games in these, in these um, title games. What right. is what is Troy's home field advantage? Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Troy, Alabama. Uh, it's about two hours away from everything. Um, there's there's on all four sides of Troy, so I'm not too worried about the home field advantage here. And I think that it's been priced a little too much. I, I think this should have been six and a half here. Interesting that they did not again in the Sun Belt play in the regular season. So first meeting is in the championship game, a true road game, and Coastal Carolina with a chance to get the win in the Sunbelt title game here as an eight-point underdog. And Corby says, way too many points. I will take those on Three Dog Thursday to round him out in round number three. One more underdog pick to go. It belongs to Marcus Johnson, who again in each of the last three shows has gotten at least two underdogs right in the NFL. Why are you liking the Miami Dolphins? This is a very interesting game with the San Francisco 49ers. Why are you liking the Dolphins here on the road against a 49er defense? It's been very stout. What stands out about Miami, Marcus? The big thing that stands out for me is uh, Kyle Shanahan's record as a favorite. He's 19-28-1. and one. That's about 40% or so. Um, the, Miami, the Miami Dolphins will be out. Sorry, the Miami Dolphins will be without left tackle Tyron Armstead, but they should still be able to put up points. And like I said last week, the 49ers offense is not potent. They scored 13 points against the Saints. They had three points going into the half before they, Jimmy G threw that last touchdown right there, right before the half. I should have went 3-0 last week. The Saints should have covered this game. If the Saints were not terrible, they should have covered those 10 points, and I should have been 3-0. So I'm going back to the well. The 49ers will not they, they will, they will not screw me this week. And the, and the Dolphins will probably win this game. I think the Dolphins are probably going to wow. win this game outright. All right, yeah. a couple of quick numbers. Miami had been struggling against the number, but they got the big first half last week against Houston and covered. They've covered against the spread each of their last two games as favorites. Now they're underdogs here. San Francisco, though, uh, right now, four and one at home against the number. Marcus is undaunted. He said, that doesn't matter to me. I like the Miami Dolphins. As I share on this show, my in-laws are big Dolphin fans. We were over there for Thanksgiving. My, my mother-in-law, uh, who still has a Dan Marino poster, literally up in one of the rooms, still paying tribute to Dan Marino all these years later. She's on board with Tua, the Dolphins, and the 40s. Some people think this might be like a Super Bowl preview here i'm not going to go that far but they are meeting in the regular season and marcus says miami dolphins uh getting the four points will be his third and final underdog selection uh all right guys so we have come to the end of three dog thursday let's take a look at the official picks round by round for all three of them i won't go over every one of these but pay particular attention to the host with one college football underdog i was seven and oh in november I like the North Texas Mean Green as my one. Corby's got three underdogs. They are all road teams as underdogs in championship games, playing a true road game, not a neutral field game. And look at Marcus. If you get the Denver Bronco 
Broncos plus the nine and a half <laughs> with them limping around. Brother, uh, that's uh, that's some kind of pick. He's done very well with large lines and large doggies, though, in the NFL over the last yeah. month. Let's hope it continues. Hey, a couple more quick thoughts before we are out of here. Uh, the, the SEC title game and the Big Ten title game, we think, are going to be runaways uh, as we come back here on Three Dog Thursday. We think that the Georgia Bulldogs are going to rock and roll in the SEC title game with LSU. Did I see that's an eight, 18 or 18 and a half point line? Hello against LSU for Georgia. That Michigan uh, is, should roll against Purdue. Again, they're a double digit favorite in that one. Um, I, I just I wonder how competitive are those games going to be versus can can Kansas State beat TCU? That's the Saturday early game in the Big 12 title game and maybe even the Friday night Utah rematch. Uh, Corby, do you have any final thought? I know you didn't take any of those underdogs there, but are we going to get a competitive game maybe out of TCU, Kansas State, USC, Utah? What, what do we, what do we think real quick before we're done? Yeah, so the angle I took on this, I actually bet this today, was Ohio State to win the national championship plus 1,400. I think that number is way too big. Uh, Kansas State is a live dog. They're two-and-a-half-point dogs. Utah is a two-and-a-half-point dog. If either of those teams win, I think that Ohio State probably gets in. Um, I think that Ohio State gets in over a one-loss TCU, but that's that's all opinionated. Um, and then when they get in, who do they play? They play Georgia. I make them a seven-and-a-half-point dog, so you're looking at like a 200 line. And then they play Michigan, most likely, in the championship and I have them. I have them as a favorite. It's hard to win a rematch. So uh, I, I had this number closer to like seven fifty, eight hundred, and to get fourteen hundred, it's just it's the angle I took on this. But they're all going to be really good games. Wow! And you've got to you've got to get them in the playoff. One interesting point, uh, Marcus, is that should USC lose for a second loss for them, now we have a choice between USC with two losses, Alabama not playing in a title game, two losses. Clemson is playing in a title game, but two losses. Tennessee not playing in a title game with their quarterback hooker injured, two losses. Does Ohio State slide in in front of all of those teams, even though they're not in a championship game? I see Corby nodding. Do you think Ohio State slides in as well? I hope not. Let's get some new teams in there. I want to see USC <laughs> in the Final Four. My, one of my best friends is a USC guy, so I, I want to I want to see that. All right, we will find out if that is the case. We will see what happens with the championship games this weekend. You see all of our underdogs. Good luck, Corby Craig. Thank you for a reappearance. We hope you're back for a third week next week. Marcus Johnson, is the engraved invitation still there for Three Dog Thursday next week? Let's see. Let's find out. We're anxious to see what happens here on all of this. My thanks to Kevin and Antonio and everybody here on BetUS TV. We're here every Thursday with underdogs. Again, get your underdog picks down below us. If you get three correct and you're the first one to do it, you can go in the merchandise store and get some swag from Three Dog Thursday. For now, we're good. We're into December. Viva la underdogs on Three Dog Thursday. Bye.